Frequency Cast. Startup in progress. Hi, and welcome to Frequency Cast, the UK's digital TV and technology show. At Frequency Cast, it's our mission to keep you up to date with today's tech, answer your questions, and keep you entertained along the way. Our shows are driven by your feedback. You decide what we talk about, and we'll do the rest. Here's what we'll be looking at today in show 90. We go out and about testing mobile apps, cheap media streamers from Google and Sky, BT Sport has kicked off, are you ready? An update on some clever fitness tech, plus your comments on kit that's designed to fail. First off, here's Pete with the latest TV and tech news. Frequency cast, now loading, news. The headlines for August 2013. The BBC is set to launch five HD channels by early 2014. These will be BBC News HD, BBC 3 HD, BBC 4 HD, CBeebies HD and CBBC HD. These will be available on all HD platforms including Freeview, using the space freed up by the digital switchover. That's good news for HD lovers, but bad news for 3D TV fans, as the BBC has announced it will drop production of 3D content due to a lack of public interest. Next, how do you fancy a streaming media player for under £10? In the same month as Google announced its streaming TV dongle, Sky has released the Now TV box. Basically, it's the Roku box, but at a stunning £9.99, including postage. This gives you access to subscription-free services, including catch-up TV and some apps. You can also pay for content from Sky, including the day pass access to Sky Sports. At under a tenner, this is a must. You can find the hot link on our website under Show 90. Next, O2 has announced the launch date for its high-speed 4G mobile internet service. With a price tag of £26 a month, this is £5 more than EE. The new service launches in London, Leeds and Bradford on the 29th of August. Sales for Nintendo's Wii U console continue to disappoint, with a dismal 160,000 units being sold in the last three months. A lack of decent games is being blamed, and in July Asda announced it will pull the new console from its shelves, whilst continuing to sell the Xbox and PS3. TalkTalk, however, has had a better three months, as it's reported a gain of 160,000 new UView TV customers. The service boasts access to Sky Sports and Sky Movies without a dish, as well as a new karaoke channel. Interesting. July was a bad month for owners of some Sony DVD recorders, as they lost access to Freeview. Blamed on faulty broadcast data, there is a simple fix which we'll outline in our show notes. If you're still affected, let us know. And finally, there must be something in the water. Have you ever dropped your phone down the loo? Well, you need a rescue tech. This is a bag of chemicals that's 700% more effective than putting your tech in a bag of rice. In related news, boffins at the University of West England have found a way of recharging your mobile phone using urine. So, dropping your phone down the loo may soon find its way into the user manual. Thanks, Pete. For more TV and tech news, go to frequencycast.co.uk forward slash news or follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Frequency Cast, 
Well, hello, Kelly. Hello, Pete. We're in our nice air-conditioned studio, but we really want to be outside in the sun, don't we? We really do. It's so lovely out there, and it's a holiday at the same time. We need to be outside. We'll see what we can do. But let's kick off with Foxtrot Charlie number 90. I don't understand. What are you on about? Alan Partridge the movie is just out, and he's called it Alpha Papa, Alan Partridge. So we're today going to be Foxtrot Charlie, frequency cast. I see, I see. So what are we covering in uh, FC90 then, Kelly? Well, first, we're actually going to be covering sport. A lot of listener messages about this one. Indeed, because it's all change in the month of August. The uh, premiere season starts on the 17th of August, as all footy fans will know. And this is going to be the first season to use Hawkeye goal line technology. I'm very, very excited. I'm actually getting my uh, fantasy football league up and ready. Oh, are you really? Are you all excited? Yep, I really think I'm going to win this year. Okay, so for those of you that are into your football, uh, you will obviously know the big news as far as TV is concerned, which is the launch of BT Sport. First of August they launched, and we did look at that in some depth back in our June show. So there's BT Sport 1, BT Sport 2 and ESPN. And on there you will find 38 Barclays Premier League matches, all of the Aviva Premiership rugby and 30 of the Scottish Premier League games. And of course these are first time on BT and a lot of these aren't on Sky and that's what's caused the confusion for many so let's just have a quick explanation of, uh, of what's going on here so Sky will still be showing the majority of the Barclays Premier matches but 38 of them will be on BT so uh, give me a couple of providers there Kelly Okay, so for people on Sky, it's actually free if you get your broadband from BT otherwise it will be £12 a month so Sky customers are fairly sorted. If you're with BT, you'll be pleased to know that is free, but you do get a better experience and high definition if you use BT Infinity, which of course is their fibre service. Uh, and of course you'll need to get yourself a BT Vision or a BT UView box. What about some of the other providers? Well, it won't be available on Freeview, FreeSat, Virgin or TalkTalk. Top Up TV is the interesting one. This is a bit of a weird service that we've covered over the last 10 years or so. It used to be a service that offered lots of catch-up TV, and then it really basically switched to just operating Sky Sports and ESPN. Well, as of today, neither Sky Sports or ESPN are operating with Top Up TV, which pretty much means there's not a lot of point in having Top Up TV anymore. If you are with Top Up TV, I would suggest BT is probably the way to go, because you still get a lot of your stuff over Freeview without the expensive Sky subscription. It is worth mentioning that there is an excellent deal on BT Sport at the moment. If you do want to get hold of it, then go to frequencycast.co.uk forward slash BT Sport and the offer's there. Now, if you don't want to get yourself either BT or Sky, there is a nice little loophole that you can use, which is pay-as-you-go access to Sky Sport. That sounds interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, that does sound quite good. Yep, and uh, you can access Sky Sports without a subscription on a Roku box, an Xbox 360, on the Android or the iOS operating system, or on a PC or a Mac. So a nice little way of watching matches without a dish or a subscription. I think I might have to be doing that then. So hopefully that's answered everyone's questions, but if you do have a question, drop us a Facebook message or a tweet and we will try and help you with your sporting questions. Right, now, do you really want to be stuck in here for the rest of the day in the studio when it's gorgeous, sunny weather outside? No, I've been moaning about it for ages. You have. Well, our boss, the guy sitting upstairs in the office uh, with his large brandy and cigar, has said we can go out and about. Yes! Where are we off to? Shall we get in the frequency cast car and see where we find ourselves? Sounds great. Let's go. Yeah. 
Well, as promised, we've escaped from the studio and we're out and about, aren't we? Where are we, Kelly? We have. We're at your favourite coffee shop. Do you think I spend too much time in coffee shops? Judging by your Facebook and Twitter, I'm going to say that you spend about well, well over 50% of your time here. Hello. Can I uh, order a drink, please? Hello, Pete. What would you like, your usual? Uh, yeah, a Wappuccino would be lovely. Thank you. And what would you like? I think I'm going to go for a peppermint tea. A peppermint tea? Really? You always pull that face at me when I say that. Yes, a peppermint tea. No problem. A lot of the reason that I like this particular coffee shop is because of the free Wi-Fi. Okay. If I log on here, look, all I have to do, very simply, on the old smartphone here, is a tap Wi-Fi. O2 Wi-Fi comes up. And uh, look at this, right? This is why it's so good in here. Okay, I'm using the speedtest.net application just to see what kind of broadband speed we're getting in here. Okay, so it's testing ping. Here we go, in megabits per second. Okay, so it's going up to, oh, it's close to the, oh, no, 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 it's gone up to the 10 now. There you go, 10 megabits per second. Not bad for a free O2 Wi-Fi connection in a coffee shop. So that's why I spend a lot of my time in here is because I can get so much work done. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense-ish. I might let you off. Plus, this coffee shop happens to have its own loyalty application. What happens with those points? Free coffee. Ah, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. It drags you back in again. Oh, yes. So there you go. There's the, uh, the little application. You can see my points there. So that is seven Wappuccinos. 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 It's the frequency cast drink of choice. Anyway, the other thing I'm going to talk to you about, now we uh, move away from... Uh, free coffee applications the other one i want to mention is bt cloud now uh, you may be aware and i think you do use one of these services where you can store files on the net yeah i i mean i use dropbox generally i think most people do the one i use is bt cloud the reason i use that is dropbox how many gigs does dropbox give you can you remember off the top of your head um it's two gigabytes okay bt cloud 50 50 the beauty of this is, though, if I fire this up, right, what you can see here is my two computers at home and my smartphone. And what this is doing is backing up my photos from my smartphone to home, and it lets me access my home files when I'm out and about as well. So I can t tap on this one, Pete Home Office, go through my folders, and here, okay, let's just pick a folder. There's the frequency cast folder. Now, all of these pictures are stored on the cloud, free of charge by BT, and I can store 50 gigs worth of photos on here. That is a lot of photos. My poor little smartphone here that only has 8 gig of memory, I can add 50 gig of photos remotely on the cloud. I can carry a heck of a lot more photos, videos and things, and come into a coffee shop and access them all for free. Oh, I think that's quite a good idea. The other reason we've come to a coffee shop is to take our award out for a walk, isn't it? We have. I'm excited. We're going to put it on the table and show it off to everybody as they go past. It's very see-through though, isn't it? It is. It's actually a very, very odd one. I'm going to try and take a few pictures for you guys, but it's a little bit tricky. Right, another Wappuccino? Uh, I'm going to stick with a mint tea, if that's okay. What's it taste like? Mint. Well, Kelly, we're out of the studio. We're in a restaurant. Uh, do you have your glass of wine handy? Well, it's pretty much empty now, I'm afraid, but I mean, it's still close to hand. Go on then, give us a chink. Cheers. Cheers. So, the reason we're doing this is to uh, talk about some of our favourite apps. And uh, this is one I'm going to show you. This little app here sounds very dull, but it is my app of the month as far as being out and about is concerned. It's the Food Standards Agency app. And what you do is you open up the app and you tap Use My Current Location. 
So here we are. That is the restaurant uh, that we're at. And you can see we're actually eating in a uh, five-star restaurant. Well, I know. Look how well you've treated me today. And if you scroll down a bit, you see a little place about four doors away. They've only got three. Oh, that's a shame. Good job we didn't go there, really. This little free app will give you the rating of the place that you're eating. It's obviously not made up from user reviews like some of the other services. And it is actually made up on the official visits by the uh, local authorities. It's quite exciting. I like it. I might have to use it myself. And some of the other apps that uh, are worth a look, if you are out and about, the location-based apps that give you, uh, give you money off. Unfortunately, this restaurant doesn't have them, but a couple of apps I will just point out. One is Yelp, which is a very, very good app, Y-E-L-P, searches for your nearest whatever and gives you user ratings. And of course, the, uh, the voucher code apps are definitely worth a go as well. And uh, just looking down my little list of apps, we've got uh, My Voucher Codes, O2 Moments, uh, Money Supermarket, Voucher Cloud, Voucher Codes and all the various loyalty cards as well. Well, that is a lot of voucher codes that you have there. I'm impressed. Now, Kelly, you can't get more out and about than this. Where are we now? You've taken me to the beach. Isn't it good? Are you can have a paddle in a minute. I am. I'm very, 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 very excited. So look at the view. We've got sea, we've got sand, we've got a little bit of mud going on, but gorgeous British summer weather. About time as well. We have waited, what, two years? Now, one of the reasons that we were able to go today is with the help of a weather application. The BBC Weather app. Have you uh, tried that yet? I haven't, no. It's only been out about a month. It's had a million downloads and it is actually pretty awesome. Shall we take a look? Oh, let's. It's immediately worked out GPS where we are and uh, the backdrop changes as to where you are. And what is rather nifty is you tap on the location and you can see a nice little one hour breakdown. So there we are. It's uh, 1700 hours and gorgeous sun and 24 degrees. Perfect, absolutely perfect. Although we could kind of tell that ourselves right now. We could, but you can go nice and far forward so you can see what it will be like at five o'clock in the morning or tomorrow or Saturday or Sunday. Now, I, I must admit, I can't get too excited about weather apps, but it's not a badly done one, is it? No, I think it's, it's quite nice and it's, it seems relatively easy to use. You just have to hope that the BBC have got their weather correct. This is the one I quite like, though, and I've been playing around with. Uh, it's a rather unusual take on it, and it's kind of, you look at the screen and you think, yeah, why has no one ever done that before? Have a look at this. So it's different backgrounds and it's a clock face with different um, clouds, say, in temperature, so I'm guessing it'll be at the different times. Exactly it. So you can look at this, and at the moment you can see 24 there, and throughout the course of the day, each hour of the clock face is showing you what the weather will be like. So it's a full 12-hour view of the weather. I just think that's such a clever idea. It's a great visual app. And uh, we'll uh, put a picture of that up on the website because I think that's rather impressive. Yeah, absolutely. On the subject of weather, one other thing I'm going to just very briefly mention, we had a pretty nasty storm, what, two, three nights ago? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't horrific, though. Were you not up until three in the morning with all the thunder? No, I mean, I was watching the lightning at about two, but that's about as far as it went. Uh, now, it's the lightning that I'm interested in. Uh, just read out that name there for me, Kelly. Boltec Storm Tracker detects lightning strikes. Uh, there you go. This is fascinating. Thanks very much to one of our listeners, Mike, for pointing this out. A lot of amateur weather stations have these lightning detectors, and you can actually see a real-time map of where the lightning is striking within a 300-mile radius. And when that storm was forming, you could actually see the lightning moving towards you across the country. Absolutely fascinating. And if you're listening to this and it is slightly stormy, go and have a look at the website link and you'll see real live lightning strikes, which are called spherics, apparently. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. 
Okay, well, while we are here, and before you get into your sunbathing mode, I very briefly want to talk to you about fitness products. Now, we've covered these before. About a year ago, we talked about things like the, uh, the Fitbit and the uh, Nike Fuel Band. Do you remember that? I do, and I, I use them and like them quite a lot myself. Well, as you know, I'm a big fan of Fitbit. A new Fitbit product has been released, something called the Flex. And here is Jess from Fitbit to tell us more. Yeah, the uh, Fitbit Flex does everything that the One and the Ultra do. It tracks your steps, it will track miles travelled, calories burned and your active score. It displays your progress via five LED lights. Each LED light is worth 20% of your daily target. It all uploads wirelessly and by the new Bluetooth Smart to your smartphone or your computer. Excellent. Now, it's quite a stylish device. Uh, I have to say, I've seen uh, certain products. Now, obviously, we're not allowed to mention brand names like, let's say, I don't know, Nike. But uh, they have a similar kind of bracelet to this. Are you jumping on the bandwagon? wagon with the uh, with the fuel band here or is your product uh, different in any way the product is very different it allows you to sync automatically there's no force sync again it will sync with your uh, PC or uh, Windows 8 so you don't have to force uh, you don't have to have a Mac which is what the fuel band um, requires the fuel band is 129.99 as well whereas the Fitbit Flex is only 79.99 and it covers more fields it will sync with your computer it's also obviously waterproof, so you can swim with it, which is a new development. It will sync with popular apps, so you're not exclusive just to Fitbit. You can use popular apps like MyFitnessPal, RunKeep, all that kind of stuff. It comes in a variety of different colours as well. You can get an orange, um, you can get a turquoise, a navy and a black. Don't disappoint me, you're not going to do away with a one, are you? That's still very much part of the range? The one is definitely part of the range. It's popular for its display. It's popular for the fact that it can also count when you go up hills, inclines on treadmills, things like that. So that's the Fitbit Flex and the Fitbit. And the beauty is you can just sit there on your smartphone and keep a track of where you've been and what you've been up to and how well you've been sleeping and looking after yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you're trying to get fit this summer, it's certainly something that's going to help keep you on track. Now, our friends at Withings have also brought out a rather clever alternative to the Fitbit. And we caught up with Alexis from Withings, although we pronounced the name a little bit wrongly. Wisings, French company based in Paris. Okay, you see, we call it Withings over here. Yeah, there's no official rule, so it's uh, <laughs> as you want. Now, we've actually talked about some of your products before. You've got the uh, wireless scales yeah. that are very, very good for anyone that's trying to lose weight. You just step on them, it takes about 20 seconds to read your weight and uh, send that wirelessly to your server. But you're here today launching a new set of scales. Just, just yeah. talk me through what we've got now. So it's actually a premium version of our scale, which feature in addition to the basic weight and BMI measurement, body fat measurement first and also and it's the first time ever for a bathroom scale heart rate measurement so you step on it like you will do with any bathroom scale and you get your heart rate measures we want to help people track their resting heart rate at home because it's an indication of their overall fitness level in addition to this and it can sound weird for a weight scale we added air quality sensors into the scale to make air quality tracking accessible to everyone now, hang on a minute. Air quality tracking. This is in your bathroom. Why would you care what the quality of the air was like in your bathroom? That's a strange one. So we actually advise users to put the scale in their bedroom. It's the room where you spend most of your time home. And the goal is to help you know when it's time to open the window and ventilate your home. How's it doing the heart rate? You're just putting your bare feet on a set of scales. How on earth can that track your heart rate? One of the principles is that the heartbeat is inducing a change on the weight sensor. So we see an impact, we see an impact on the weight measurement when you stand on the scale and when your heart beats. And also, in addition to this, we perform an electrical measurement. So it's just running a, a small electrical signal into your, the lower part of your body. It's pain-free, pain so you don't feel it at all. 
but we do get the heart rate measurement out of these two technologies. As Alexis was talking about sending electrical currents up your legs, a little worried look appeared on your face there. Did you like the idea of being electrocuted by your uh, bathroom scales? No, I mean, I've actually accidentally electrocuted myself before, so let, let alone doing it while stepping on bathroom scales, I seemed a little bit concerned, but you've assured me it's safe. How have you managed to electrocute yourself? Oh, honestly, I'm just a bit of a klutz. It basically was a faulty plug and my hand far too close and spread across it. So I have to ask, a set of scales like this, obviously it's capturing a whole array of information. You've got other products here as well. The blood pressure monitor is one we've looked at before. Now I've noticed you've got one of these um, wireless trackers. Yeah. Well, it has a lot of similarities with the Fitbit device. It's the same form factor, so you wear the device in your pocket all day. Uh, the, the, the specific new feature we introduced is heart rate measurement. So it's the first time ever on activity monitor. So you just take the device, you put your finger on the device for a few seconds, and it measures your heart rate. And in terms of usage, it has like a touchscreen capacity. So we believe it's a, a bit more fun and convenient to use on a daily basis. And while we're talking fitness products, we have to mention this one, the Ting. Do you remember the Ting? Yes, I do. Now we tried this at Gadget Show Live. It's a little plug-in for your smartphone and you put your thumb on it and it does your oxygen level, which is all very unusual. And we caught up with one of the team at Zensorium to find out more. Hi, I'm Sining. I'm from Zensorium and our product here is called Ting. And it's a cute little blue thingy that plugs into the bottom of, of an iPhone. Is this only for iPhone at the moment? Um, at the moment, yes, but we are developing an Android version, so that should be up sometime later this year. Kelly's just tapped in her age, it's plugged into the bottom, and she's now putting her thumb on a little sensor. Can you feel anything there, Kelly? I can't really feel anything. I'm watching the screen go up and down about my thumb pressure. Okay, so uh, what we have over here is um, optical sensors. So we have the red light and the infrared light, which goes through your thumb. And depending on how much blood volume you have in there, you absorb the light at a different rate. Based on that, we actually get your blood volume changes. And from there, we have an algorithm that can measure your heart rate, your breathing rate, and also your oxygen levels in your bloodstream. What's this telling us about our Kelly then here? Her breathing rate is eight breaths per minute, which is very low, it's good actually. And then we have her heart rate, which is at 69 beats per minute. Again, it's pretty good. Okay, and the oxygen level here is 100%, which is very good. Okay, I'm gonna have a go and see if I can beat your score. So let me get this right, I put my, put my thumb on the, uh, on the panel there. You do realize that you're never ever gonna beat my score. I don't know, I'm quite fit, you know. I think you might be pushing it a little bit there. So, let's see how Pete did. Come on then, how did you do? Did you beat me? Well, no, <laughs> unfortunately. My oxygen level's low, 96%, and you said 95 was the lowest, is that right? About there. I think that means I've well and truly beaten you. You're not fit, are you? And Kelly, if I may say so, you're very fit. Thank you very much. Now, as you know, Kelly, a couple of shows ago, we talked about the TV devices that plug into your telly, those Android sticks. We got lots of good feedback and questions on that, didn't we? Yes, we did. I think it's a, it was a fantastic product. A new thing is out. It's a little widget. We haven't got one yet because they're so new and hot. The Google Chromecast. Go on, enlighten me. It's going to be great. It's a little plug-in, HDMI socket on it, plugs into your telly, and it will give you YouTube, Netflix, and access to some of the other Google services. Uh, you can plug it in, take control of it from your tablet or from your smartphone, and basically you get Google TV video and stuff on your telly for an amazing price. Go on. $35, which is 24 quid. Is that it? 
that's it just out in the US they're not out over here yet but they are coming soon and it's basically Google's attempt to get onto your telly very very cheaply when it hits the UK we'll be there covering it here on Frequency Cast Talking fitness, uh, I know you go out running occasionally, don't you? I do, I love my running. I'm not a runner, as you know, but I do healthy walks, I do speed walks. And we talked about Run Zombies Run, do you remember that, the zombie thing? Yes, do indeed. Zombies 2 is out, so there's a whole new mission, so you can do your walking and your running while being chased by audio zombies on your iPod or your Android phone. Very, very good, and I'm doing it. Well, if you ever needed encouragement to run quicker, that would certainly be it. Talking of zombies, have you seen World's End yet? I haven't, no, but I hear you have. Oh, it's awesome. You really need to go and see it. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and the Cornettos, definitely worth it. And talking of Cornettos, there's an ice cream shop over there. What do you reckon? Oh, let's go. Frequency cast, now loading, interaction. Okay, time for your feedback now. If you've got a question to test us with or a comment on what we've discussed in today's show, please get in touch. And who's first, Kelly? Well, the first one's from Sam Johnson. He asks, I'm interested in the Ouya Games console. Have you got an opinion on the system and maybe where it fits in the living room? Well, the Ouya, and we had to look up the pronunciation on that one, didn't we? We did. Well, I already had it, but you had to double check. Didn't believe me. No, typical, typical. Uh, This is a games console that costs $99. It's only fairly recently come out, and it runs the Android operating system. The advantage is you buy this, you don't need to spend the money on an Xbox or a Wii or a PlayStation. It's a little similar to something called OnLive, which we looked at about two years ago, which didn't really catch on. Uh, And as for the Ouya, well, it's had a fairly lukewarm reception. The feedback tends to be that it's a bit of a cheap-feeling console and controller, and at the moment it's lacking any decent games. So unfortunately the Ouya gets an oh no from us at the moment. Now the second half of Sam's question we recorded slightly earlier out and about. We're actually on the beach as you heard a little bit earlier and Kelly's gone off to get the Cornettos. Hopefully she's on the other end of the radio. Hello Kelly, can you hear me? Pete, I can. So, the other part of Sam's question. Sam actually asked not all of your listeners like myself know about amateur radio. Maybe you could do a show or special explaining the basics. And that was Kelly on a radio. So, yes, if you want to find out more about amateur radio, both Kelly and I are licensed. Kelly is M6KFA. And uh, what you can do is take a look on the show notes where we've recently created a brand new video explaining what amateur radio is all about and showing Kelly going through the ordeal of amateur radio. Uh, you, You enjoyed that, didn't you, Kelly? Oh, I absolutely loved it. Thank you very much, Kelly. Well, in the last show, we talked about planned obsolescence and all of these bits of kit that are designed to fail after a certain amount of time. And we had quite a lot of interesting feedback on that one. Uh, the first one was from Jeremy. I would not be too hard on the manufacturers. After all, would you want to pay the additional cost, complexity of making an iPod, for instance, with a removable battery? When many people do upgrade gadgets every few years anyway. I would worry more about devices which deliberately stop working after so many prints or whatever. Remember, with later printers, taking the toner out and giving it a good shake may give you another few hundred pages. Uh, OK, uh, the next one was from Geoffrey Miller on the same subject. Yes, he says, I was interested to hear your comments about planned obsolescence, but I think you're wrong in your attribution of the problem to deliberate design. Instead, you ought to blame the Green Lobby, who have forced upon us lead-free solder in current electronic products under the reduction of hazardous substance rules. 
Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Jeffrey. I do my fair share of soldering as well, and I've been forced into using this horrible lead-free stuff. It spits, the join isn't anywhere near as good, I don't like it. And Jeffrey also sent us a rather interesting link to uh, lead-free solder, a train wreck in the making. Uh, take a look at the link up on our show notes. One more here from Darren Sandy Sanders on our Facebook page. He was talking about a top-up TV box that he had about three years ago. It used to get a fantastic signal. After he cancelled, the box died. Yep, that'll be the planned obsolescence failure chip I think well at least he got out of his subscription in time true enough oh we had a nice handy tip in from Nick Fletcher and this one apparently is going to be useful for you in the future yes I'm actually quite excited about this one as I'm off to um, Belgium next month he just thought he'd let us know that in Belgium the Belgcom network has plenty of Wi-Fi sites and supports the FON network as a BT option 3 user in the UK his BT.com credentials work a treat We also heard from Paul Gulliver on our Facebook page about our little piece that we did on laptop upgrading. You had fun doing that, didn't you? Yes, I had a lot of fun doing that, actually, and it works really, really well. He got in touch to say that after our little piece on upgrades, he found it a real piece of cake to do. He upgraded his Asus N53J from 4 to 8 gig, and the improvement was unbelievable. So, yeah, thanks very much, uh, Paul, for getting in touch about the laptop upgrades. Very easy to do using that lovely little crucial memory checker. Final shout-out of this show goes to Rob Dixon. I was in a certain coffee shop during the week. You must have followed my tweets on this one. Oh, of course. And your Facebook updates. And for some reason, they were out of stock of ham and cheese toasties. I tweeted and got a reply from their head office saying there was a supply shortage, but they weren't clear on whether it was a shortage of bread or ham or cheese. No, but at least they did come back and apologise. They did, but Rob Dixon got in touch and uh, just read his tweet for me because this did make my day. Rob Dixon says, if you promise to bring Kelly, I'll make you a toasted sandwich. So what do you reckon then? Should we go off front of Rob's for a sandwich? Yeah, why not? Let's go to Rob's. Get the kettle on, Rob. We're on the way. So that will be it for the feedback for this show. Also, a very quick mention to Keith. Hopefully you found the uh, little references we've hidden in the show for you. And I wonder if any of our other keen-eared listeners know what uh, radio show we've snuck in a few references from. If you do, you could win yourself time in the Chateau in the Loire. Anyway, thanks for getting in touch. If you've got a tip you want to pass on to us, or a question for the next show, or of course a complaint, here's how to do it. You can call and leave us a voicemail. The number is 485 6242. That number again, 0208-133-4567 and leave us a voicemail. Or you can text us on 07882-043-521. It's the cost of a standard text. Go on, send us a message. Make our day. Or of course you can send us an email via the Contact Us button on our site. Right, we're off right to Rob's then. We are. See you soon, Rob. Frequency cast. Shut down in progress. Thanks for listening to today's Frequency Cast. For news updates and to get in touch with us, go to frequencycast.co.uk. While you're there, click the Add Us to iTunes button. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Frequency Cast. Our shows are driven by your feedback, so please get in touch and tell your friends. Frequency Cast.